1: You're listening to Fucks Given, the one where we catch up and talk shit. (laughs) That's basically what it's gonna
2: be. You know, when you did that intro, I feel like, I don't know if that actually happened, but like, I think my mouth made a weird noise. It was like, and I was like, I don't think we could pick that up. While you're saying that, I was like, "Do I make you do it again?" Like but it sounded like in my head. Was like, "Yeah, yeah." All like, you know, when you do a throat, I throat mean, gurgle burp, and you're just there, like, and it's like, uh, yeah, and you're like. <sighs>
1: Those kind of things always happen when you're lying in bed with someone and your body just makes the weirdest noise. So, like a throat noise, a stomach noise that
2: sounds like a fart. And it's always like this look of, like, yes, did you fart? It's like, no, it's just the gas moving around inside my stomach. It's not released.
1: Yeah, I'm always like, oh, sorry, I'm just really hungry. Really hungry, yeah. <laughs> or like, I'm just digesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It's quite often in the morning, you'll have like a stomach conversation with your partner. Yes. So you'll both be lying there and it'll be like, generally over. Some will be like, generally
2: over like tea or coffee or whatever you have in the morning. If you're drinking something in the morning, your body's like waking up, like trying to process this.
1: Yeah, um, I think it's quite cute actually. Yeah, a little grumble. Anyway, Reed, how are you? <laughs> I'm I'm actually not doing so
2: great at the moment, which sucks balls. My mental health is not great. No. And last week our family doggo died, which was sad.
1: Oh woohoo!
2: hot oh, Yeah, ho oh, Bless the cotton socks. But oh, it was all the right ways for a dog to die, you know. It was like old as fuck. Um
0: you know, yeah. like, she
2: was... It wasn't a surprise. She was getting poorlier, And then on top of that, she died in her bed. We we can't ask for more than that. We didn't have to put her down, take her to the vets, which is what we had to do for the first... Our first doggo. So, yeah. There's all good things. And I think also Ho Chi dying has allowed me... Has, like, almost, like, given me permission to cry about about stuff and, like let, like, have a physical release about
1: shit, which is good. That's... A game changer. Yeah, That's amazing. Because my
2: first dog, when Topper died, didn't cry. Didn't even really register. I think I buried all those feelings down. And still to this day, well, yeah. actually, I wish I died like five years ago or something. I'm still having dreams where I wake up devastated, crying in the dream because, you know, Topper was drowning or Topper was ill. Weirdly, I woke up from one of those dreams. And then my brother woke me up with a phone call being
1: like, just to let you know hochi's gone i was like oh fuck wow the feels yeah it's funny how we have like a second sense about these kind of things you kind of just know when something's off i mean me i know you don't believe you had a fucking dream about your dog (laughs) dying and then it died for me i feel like that's just mad coincidence because i've been thinking
2: about our ill dog hochi and then you know those are the emotions and the, my my brain processing that, and it just happened to be on the same day. I love but that shit.
1: Were you expecting it to happen that day?
2: No, otherwise, we, no. I think we would have been like, it's time. Yeah, but she was,
1: I, I don't. I think there's. I think there's some something psychic going on here. Really.
2: Well, I do see ghosts, and I don't believe in ghosts, so some
1: shits. going <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay. Oh my god, yeah. Flashback to the Halloween episode where Reed told us her story where she ghost. saw an actual ghost. An actual ghost. Oh my god, that actually That actually brings me on to a really funny story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have. Uh, you know what you know what a meet cute is? Yes. Remind when you me meet someone in real life. Oh you meet someone in real life. It's basically like when you're dating uh-huh it's like not on a dating app like you oh my god oh. you meet someone real life. okay right it's called a meet cute new lingo so the other day i was up at a viewpoint Um, called stunt road and quite often like people come up there on their motorbikes or in their fancy cars because it's like a really cool road to drive around it's really windy and it's like through the canyons Um, amazing amazing views and there was a guy that stopped just in front of where I parked my Mustang and he had a Harley and he came over to me and was like can you can you take a photo? <laughs> Can you take a photo of me? And he, we <laughs> put on had well, like a like. little photo shoot because he was like, no, not that angle, like move this angle <laughs> and like and then he'd look at the photos and he'd be like, oh, that photo's great, but my face isn't great. And I was like, what are you talking? He was quite hot. Oh, really he was, he was buff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Nice. And um so I retook the photos and then at the end of the little communication I was like oh you should take you should definitely credit me in the in the photo oh, of course so that's, that he could take my sly. Instagram. <laughs> what brings this onto spirit is that he started chatting to me he messaged me later that evening being like hey Florence it was really great to meet you today and then he ended up sending me a link to a YouTube video. He was he was like, oh, just randomly watching this. And it was like some guy talking about talking to spirits and the afterlife. And I was like, okay, this... What an odd thing to is, send. This is a really right like (laughs) the first conversation that you have with someone and then he was like uh you know like I've been really getting into like souls like there's this place where like your souls prepare before they're on the what in the world and then like all the ghosts and paranormal activity that happens and I don't know he he was like "I, I had a really amazing experience with a psychic a few years ago and it's like changed my wow. life I mean and it was just a real. imagine just coming <laughs> into a new person like the first thing that you start talking about is this like hocus pocus I, shit. I guess you must that must be
2: really important for him what do you call it on like um, a dating app where you're like this is like a no-go or like has to be a deal breaker yeah. maybe it's a deal breaker yeah. so he's like must believe in ghosts sending you like (laughs) the ultimate shit to like prepare prep you and be like how do you feel about this wait for the answer
1: what how did you respond i was like oh that's definitely very interesting (laughs) (laughs) and i said i don't what did i say i said like i don't not believe in all this stuff Mm -hmm. like i i believe that there could be um something out there like open to learn more about it really um but then what happened the next day is i i was like oh so what are you up to today and he was like oh i'm going for a lunch date and then i'm doing this going to a friend's party and then in the same paragraph that he wrote to me he was like as for dating at the moment i'm just looking to meet new people i just got out of a long-term thing in march and i was like this is odd i didn't even ask anything about dating What do you think that means? Well, he
2: obviously fancies you. And I feel like he's trying to figure out the spirituality between you and him. And if you're on the same path and if this might work, but not asking you directly very much on the safe plane of I'm going to let you know about this stuff. I'm going to ask you about this stuff, but not be like, do you want to go on a fucking date?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think he was saying, like, I don't want to date. I want to fuck. How did you get that? Cause it was, because he was like, I'm not looking for any... Like, I'm just meeting new people. Like, I'm not looking for anything serious. But that's basically what he was saying. Yeah, fair. Or was he just saying... Was he thinking like, oh, this girl obviously really fancies me. And I'm just going to let her know that I'm not dating. And I just wanted to be like... I was just being friendly. Potentially,
2: I mean, it could literally be one of a thousand answers, and the thing is, you won't know until you ask <laughs> yeah. him. There's no point racking your brain over it. You can either <laughs> ask him directly and find out, because we're adults now. We can ask shit like that and be like, "Hey, um, oh, are you insinuating?" Just to be clear on the situation, um, or just, yeah. or just say what you want. And be like, "Yeah, me too. Uh, would you be down to fuck, or let's go on a date?" You know. Um, and yeah. then maybe find out what he means more in person because it's so hard over text.
1: Yeah, well, I mean we got two days left here, so fuck that. I don't have time. You sure? That's enough time for a <laughs> fluke? I don't know.
2: If you didn't, I feel like if you really wanted to fuck him, if you got that kind of vibe from him, and you were like, yeah, yeah I it, didn't. it wouldn't matter. Yeah, he was quite shy. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like yeah, maybe which makes me like not down to talk. Yeah, and that's fair enough. And he could, you're right. He could have been stating it as just to let you know before you assume anything or go anywhere or yeah, that this is this is I'm laying it down. Little does he know is that you have a different agenda.
1: Or was he saying, because he had previously said that he was going on a lunch date, he was explaining his dating situation that meant that he could also date other people? Again, could be any... I'm reading into it way Way too too much. much.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't think he is. He's probably not sitting there overthinking
1: it. I don't think so no nah. I mean I don't even really care I'm just, I was gonna say just what? Uh, talking about it for the podcast <laughs> why do we even
2: read into these things when it's like ah, I didn't even want to fuck him I don't really want to know I'm I'm out of here yeah, you know just, just, I just I'm fascinated with people yeah it that's, is that's it all. is interesting it's like what what caused you to get to that place but of course like that's that's like a whole question journey that thing in itself even if he explained it all we probably still wouldn't understand like like how do we get to where we are now and why do we say the things that we say when it comes to sex romance probably just like years and years of shit
1: anyway it was cute meeting someone like that yeah that is a very like romantic way to meet someone yeah so like i'll write it into a romance story nice and it's called a meet
2: meet cute as in like c-u-t-e Meet Cute.
1: Yeah. Huh. Cute.
2: Meet Cute. They're so cute.
0: Holy shit. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok shop
1: So we were in L.A. together.
2: Hey, Los Angeles, baby. Yeah, it was it was such yeah. a good trip. But Florence and I had been talking about doing it for, what, years? And we finally managed to get out there. Yeah, literally. Um, Florence got to show me all the
1: fun bits. And also drive my sweet ass around. God damn. Oh, my God. But it was my absolute pleasure because we got the sickest car. It was It was insane
2: for just a small birthday insane. upgrade it's still insane that's the first thing i tell people i'm like it's like oh how did you enjoy that it? it's like wow we got to drive around in a mustang convertible yeah and every time a bassy song comes on now i'm just like i just want to be in the mustang again like <laughs> <laughs> such a fucking adverb for just a car so ridiculous yeah. mustang for oh mustang if you're hearing this now please sponsor the podcast and both give us cards. <laughs> I'll take an electric one when they're made. Thank you. Yes,
1: please. Yes, please. Yes, please. Oh my God, I need it in my life. I'm we, we bang cars so much. We bang them.
2: Every time I see a nice car, I'm like, wish Florence was here to see the nice car too.
1: Yeah. We had a really funny moment on the freeway, didn't we? With a black matte Lamborghini. We had several moments on the freeway.
2: But yeah, we ended up doing freeway? some like proper car... Freeway? The freeway. <laughs> <laughs> and we ended up doing some proper car flirting of like... Like, yeah. Oh my God, two hot boys in a hot convertible car. And we're like... And then they followed like... us. <laughs> Driving a little bit, following us, like making the oh, they're back again.
1: Oh, hello.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hope I that's know. how
1: I carfler. <sighs> I was in my like car get up, which is my cap and glasses, which is not hot. Well what but... people don't tell you when you get a
2: convertible is if you have long hair, your hair is fucked. <laughs> it is fucked. fucked. You have to tie it up and put a cap on. You can't you can't get away with long hair. Otherwise you end up yeah. getting to your place like a complete haystack. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. You know what I haven't done? Mm-hmm. I haven't fucked in the convertible. <gasps> That's sad, isn't it? It's not very comfortable. It won't be very comfortable. I'm not. Why? Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm not into... I feel like the only way that car sex would actually be good is if you're so into that person. That yes. is always going to be good, you know? Or if you're really into the car, but you're
2: doing it mainly for the car. <laughs>
1: You've got like fucking on the bonnet of the car because you're into the car. You're like, yes, I'm basically fucking my mustache. Yes. (laughs) Yeah.
2: And it's on. It would be too hot in LA though. Like the amount of times we got into the car and literally burnt ourselves, even with the roof up, Mm -hmm. burnt ourselves because it was just like so hot. Our little bottoms. Little bottoms and bigs.
1: Yeah. (laughs) We also had another funny time. Would you like to divulge the. Your drum and bass night story.
2: Oh, yes. Okay, so my DMB night, um, Florence wanted to get laid. It was a L.A. fuck buddy out there and I luckily yeah, found I a drum and bass night, um, which there isn't very many of in L.A. And so, Florence, mummy dropped me off at the drum and bass night and I went there and yeah. partied alone while she got laid. And it was, yeah. And then mummy went to get, to get a bang. Yeah, but we wanted to get banged. And then we reconvened back at home. Yeah, it was it was good. Yeah. It was also one of those nights where I was like, I'm not going to drink anything. And then before you know it, everyone's buying you and drinks. And then you got wasted. Yeah, fully yeah. like
1: American white girl wasted. Yeah. yeah. I just wanted to get laid before my birthday. That was my thing. Yeah. I was just like, must have sex before my birthday. Needed to happen. Had to be done. I did. I had like... I had one of those horny itches Mm. that needed to be scratched. Yeah. Yeah. Needed to have an orgasm, basically. Yeah. Which was kind of annoying because I, you know how i had sort of, I think I preempted the whole night with, oh, this guy, I have an orgasm with him really quickly because his dick fits like a glove and um, I was just two in my head. Mm-hmm. for the first round I was two in my head because I was like I need this so badly yeah. all I want is to have an orgasm and it was great but I was like really frustrated yeah and then we finished I went to the toilet and then I got back into the bed and I was like can we go again would you be up for round two and luckily he was, He was yeah. It's just rare. I feel for a guy like to
2: like yeah, that is rare. Especially that quick after they need like a good yeah, some good downtime. Actually, even most people just need some good downtime. But I do find yeah. that with G spot orgasms, I need to fuck at least twice to be able to like have them happen. Um, and you have to be really yeah, fucking you need to get Out of your head. Yeah, mm-hmm. it almost needs to be like a fuck that you're not planning that you're you know that just either yeah. happens or again when you're you, when you're fucking hung over and you're just like oh fuck it whatever like like i'm just horny that's
0: yeah so or when true. you've been
2: fucking loads otherwise it's i think it's really hard to have a g-spot orgasm the first time you fuck
1: yeah real yeah, yeah. Um, round two happened almost immediately so yes. that was a tip from me mm-hmm. and then afterwards I was like, you know when you come and you're literally just lying just there tough. like okay now, please wind this up yeah. and I was like, come on baby, come for me <laughs> Classic I want you to come inside me oh, please. please come what do you wanting?
2: <laughs> so we also did an amazing photo shoot out there together, which we cannot we wait did. to release the photos on and this was with I guess with our friend now, Carlo, who is yeah. named Sunday Morning View on Instagram, who does incredible photography, but very much about Amazing. like body positivity, empowering the body. He's very much like, I do not want to edit the photos. I want you to come without makeup. I want you to come with your real body and your real attitude and photo all of it. He's yeah. very very much like into taking photos of stretch marks and body rolls and all the stereotypical Mm. non-sexy parts of a person and it's just it was just such a magical shoot it was just so great
1: it it makes you feel so confident and beautiful Mm -hmm. regardless of all those things that the media has told us aren't beautiful like that if you go on his page there's some awesome photos mm-hmm. of stretch marks and say cellulite yeah. That she just looks banging yeah like it looks so good it looks like, like these are just bodies you know
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah um and it
2: was just really nice being able to us shoot together as well it was like really we vlogged yeah. the whole thing so the whole <laughs> thing's going up on youtube um so yeah, yeah if it's you an wanna, awesome video if you want to check that out it's either out already or it's coming out but um, that will be there, yeah.
1: and we will be releasing the photos soon. And there's going to be some great couples shots. Oh
2: my god, yes, we got seriously intimate. Mm-hmm. I wonder if we can, fairy. how much we can show. Probably some of it's gonna maybe slip on, like the the behind the scenes footage is gonna go on OnlyFans because there's a lot of tit out so much tit. so much titties. Um but yeah that was a really great experience so yeah I, I grew out my pubes for this shoot because I really wanted to show people you can have pubes but of course like you know me and like I, you know I trimmed mine back into a little heart shape did you yeah, it was like a little heart shape Aww. yeah that is so cute. So cute. I'm loving did you it. you Take pictures. I did. Yes, they're have all. Have you on still Only got fans. it? Have you still got it in a heart? Uh, it's not a very well kept heart, but yeah, it's a heart. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I need to go back over it. <laughs> I've never done shapes in my pubes before, but go off.
0: Holy shit.
1: Talking of pubes, this episode is sponsored by Manscaped. They're all about below-the-waist grooming.
2: Now, Florence and I love pubes, but sometimes when you're receiving one of those hardcore blowjobs and all you can see a hairy ball swinging in your face, it would be so
1: nice if my partner were like, hmm, you know what? Gonna take it all off there, see what happens. Or when someone asks you to put that whole ball sack in your mouth to give it a little suckle, you know, it feels quite good. It's kind of nicer when there's not pubes involved. I mean, come on, who doesn't like sucking on that shaven haven? So Manscaped are here to make all your dreams come true, to keep things running smoothly with their recently launched performance package 4.0, which is the ultimate bundle for men or women if you just want to trim your pubes. It includes the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the weed worker ear and nose trimmer and a deodorant toner boxes and even a travel bag to take your goodies with you on the go the trimmer even comes with an led spotlight so you
2: can see where you're trimming and get a more precise shave
1: and as a special treat curious fuckers we're giving you a 20% off plus free shipping with the code given
2: that's g-i-v-e-n for 20% off and free shipping when you visit (gasps) manscaped.com I got laid. Oh, we did fucking Pride. We did LA Pride and I got laid
1: during LA Pride as well that was good you did Mm -hmm. LA Pride was very much a vibe it was so so good it was like sunshine palm trees good like amazing excited people the parade was really really awesome we were with our friend Kelsey
2: yeah Kelsey and Lauren um, Mm -hmm. and they're you know Kelsey's got an amazing podcast Lauren's got a YouTube channel it was really nice hanging out with those two tell us more about the lay (laughs) we fully dressed up so the lay was Florence and I were at a little cafe having a drink, and our waiter Florence is literally. <laughs> you're like, read. Oh yeah, the waiter's pretty cute. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. But when he came, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, really cute. Not just like, all right.
1: Okay, cool. But- yeah. Um, <laughs> you were like so dumbstruck that you verbally just vomited out that he was very attractive to him and yeah. he did not know what to do. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, th- I can't hold that shit in, man. I was just like, holy fucking shit. Like, you know, Florence said you were cute, but like, you are really fucking cute. Like, what the fuck? And he was like, oh, oh, shit. Okay. And I was like, fuck, I'm sorry if I'm making you uncomfortable. I can't keep it in. (laughs) um yeah he was yeah he was a he was a gorgeous man very like like classic handsome type kind of dude and then yeah we got each other's numbers and it didn't look like we were going to sync up because we were just so fucking busy and he lived quite far away and there was like a really opportune moment just after we were at pride and Florence went back to Kelsey's house to hang out and then I invited. This guy over and we had a drink in our hotel and then I quickly quickly had a shag up in our room, which was yeah, really surprisingly very good. It was like, for a first time fuck, I was shocked at how good it was. And you were on your period too. And I was on my period. I'd already pre-warned him. I was like, what's your thoughts on period sex? And he was like... Isn't
1: that a quite... Yeah, I'm like telling someone that you're just going to have like a one-off, one-night stand with that you're on your period is quite like a... I feel for me, I'm always... If it's a one-off or it's the first time, I would never want to be on my period. But if it's just like a partner, then I wouldn't care.
2: Yes, yeah. I I feel like I would almost care less. Oh, you know what? I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I was just like... I mean, it's it's such a normal thing. Yeah, especially because period, it's hardly there's only like a couple of days where you are super bloody and the blood's going to go everywhere. Most of the time when you fuck on your period, it's kind of like that brown, dischargey goop. And if you use lube and condoms, you barely notice the blood. I mean, sometimes there has yeah. been massacres, but like it just fucking happens. You're
1: getting laid, so what? Like, get over it. Yeah. Um, I did notice on my pillow in the morning oh yeah. there was a blood thing, like hand thing.
2: <laughs> Yeah, Florence was like, please don't fuck on my side of the bed. And I was like, okay, we didn't. We literally pushed all the pillows out of the way. Um, and I don't know what happened. But somehow. I, I genuinely don't know how that fingerprint got there. I don't know whether it was mine or his, I'm not sure. Um, I think one of the reasons why it was so good is because I really wasn't expecting it to be good. I was honestly, and this is so bad because I did judge him. I expected him to be Mm. young and inexperienced and not to be communicative and just be in it for his own pleasure. And he was none of those things. Um, Wow, yeah. And he was really honest from the beginning. I think that's what changed everything is we had a really honest conversation and he was very open about him not having a lot of sex. And it had been seven months since the last time he had sex because he hasn't really pursuing sex. And I was like really wowed by his honesty, um, especially with the delayed ejaculation stuff. I was like, oh my God, that's so cool. Thank you for telling me that. So as soon as he mentioned he had an issue with... Um, having an orgasm, I was like, okay, well, let's take coming off the table. Let's take the pressure away. Yeah, you don't expect amazing. me to come. I'm not going to expect you to come. Let's just go up, have some fun, fall around, explore each other's bodies. Um, and I think that really helped. I think it helped with him and and also with me. I had no expectations to come and I ended up having like, G small yeah. orgasms. And I was a bit like, what the fuck?
1: That's what all sex should be like. We should always Mm -hmm. take away... The orgasm, really, yeah, because that's when you like when you properly enjoy the session.
2: Oh, yeah, it and it's so not just good. about like
1: getting to the goal. Whereas, like you know, when I had sex, it was all about the goal, and then I was frustrated at the end and like ah, this mm-hmm. is really annoying because I was just expecting to have the orgasm. Yeah. Whereas you just took that off the table and had a really great time. Yeah, I, I maybe
2: maybe I got to just do it forever because I still do that. Yeah. I still go, okay, we're having sex. I want to have an orgasm, and sometimes it's just so hard to reach and really frustrating and yeah. sometimes it's like, Oh, may as well give up. Fuck this shit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Maybe we would just orgasm more if we just didn't even try <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's maybe we hard. would. But it's so hard to change that in your brain. You know, it's like, yeah, oh, yeah, okay, is. well, fine. I'll take off orgasms. But, like, you really have to But work you still hard. want an orgasm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, the real you's very much like, no, you want to Come
1: on. Yeah. It's hard. I still want
2: to come. I still want to have that climax. Yeah. I'm so horny. Sam and I, we, this is the first time that we really tried to go full- full hog on our non-monogamous relationship was, he was away in New York at the same yes. time. And um, and it was like, yeah, we had conversations about it a couple of weeks beforehand. Like, how do you feel about being fully non-monogamous? And it was like yeah. a good conversation. And um, we chatted about worries. We chatted about things that we weren't comfortable with, that we were comfortable with, um, how to d- talk about it and discuss it when we come That's back so as well. Good. I think that was really important i find out i mean i've realized that i want to know immediately like the same day i want you to be like well i wanted sam to be like hey i just had sex and i wanted to talk about it immediately but sam is very different in that he wants to talk about it later afterwards when we're back together so it's it's kind of like working that out um and how the compromises yeah the compromise and how to work out the communication properly Um, and it worked out like Sam got so lucky like so lucky on his trip and we had such a good conversation amazing coming back and I was so proud of him and I was so proud of us for getting there
1: yeah Um, so yeah it was I'm really that's that's like a new step especially for like an existing relationship that wasn't Mm -hmm. necessarily non-monogamous and then you know taking the big brave dive into it is is really big but do you feel like potentially it was easier because you built the foundation before like do you think it was good to have the foundation of monogamy before i don't know actually no difference
2: um i feel like it definitely helped that we were both on holiday because it it was yes i think that was a big a big milestone it was easier doing things and sort of compartmentalizing when you're doing it in the same place it's it's almost like harder to be like oh sorry i can't see you tonight i've got other plans and yeah, it can get a bit bit complicated. So on holiday, it's very much just like, you can do what you like, I can do what I like. And then afterwards, let's talk about it. Um, I do I think- like that's the best way on holiday. Yeah. You kind of need the freedom. You need the freedom. Um, or if someone, if one of you is going away, then the other person can have that freedom back at home. Um, but you have yes. to sort of figure out yeah. really what you want. I think if you're if you don't want to know at all, if you don't want to have that conversation afterwards or no during or anything, I feel like it's very dangerous to go into non-monogamy like that. You need to almost yeah. have complete transparency, otherwise uh-huh. mistrust um, develops, Definitely. and that's that's not that's not great there are of course like boundaries and limits you can put up and be like okay cool I don't want to know any more of that but thank you for telling me what you've told me already mm-hmm. um, and it's also like listening to yourself and not tr- trying to pretend to be okay with it because you the other person wants you to be okay with it if something does yeah. hurt or something does feel a bit different about or wrong it. talk about it even if it's something weird even if it's like okay it's fine that you you fucked her but I didn't like that you kissed her you know it could could be something like that or mm-hmm. like um it's fine that you like gave that person head but just going over there and having a cuddle session yeah that makes me feel uncomfortable so it just it so depends like really listen yeah. to yourself um and really listen
1: to what the other person has to say as well and you have to be oh, so tricky. communicative when mm-hmm. you do non-monogamy yeah like, yeah You just, I mean, you should be anyway in a monogamous relationship, but I think non monogamy creates a lot of success in relationships because it allows for open communication about all feelings that you don't have to hide feeling jealous you don't Mm. have to hide feeling insecure you know you just put it on the forefront and you talk it through and figure out how it's going to work for both of you
2: yeah when it's out there there is room for processing and again compromise and learning how to Mm. make things better for the other person it's never just a case of like i wanted to do this so you have to deal with it it's very much just like okay well how does that make you feel how can i do this better next time how can i Am I,
1: am I boring you, Florence? <laughs> no, it was the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you nearly made me yawn. Then no, I was like, "It's just early. It's nine a.m. Come on, yeah, it's late over here, man. No, bro, <laughs> you should be yawning because it's late.
2: Yeah, I'm ready to clock off, bro. <laughs> um, <sorry. laughs> We're such pussies, man. I you caught me Not mid yawn as
1: well, so I didn't even get to complete it.
2: oh no i'm sorry that's so shit that's like a half sneeze (laughs) yeah literally so yeah that was great that was a really great learning curve for sam and i and we we're still trying to figure out non-monogamy and what that's like back here with each other um uh, and i can't i can't push him or rush things because just because i'm used to it I mean actually it's even so totally different with another person it's a whole different learning game um and trying to figure each other out so yeah it's just taking baby steps don't just jump into it and fuck somebody it's like baby steps hypotheticals how would you feel if somebody bought me a drink at a bar how would you feel if i went on a date with somebody how would you feel if i met someone on a night out and had a kiss and that was it you know it's it's a lot of yeah, trying to figure it out. Um, and also taking risks yeah. as well. I think there was a lot of worry around how we would feel once we fucked other people. Um, but yeah. kind of once you do it, the, the anxiety and the fear is so great before you do it. And once you do it, you're a bit like, oh, okay, this isn't actually as bad as I thought it was going to be. I really thought it I was really going to
1: mm. Yeah, it's so weird. All the feelings um, that you kind of think, you always project onto yourself how you're going to feel about a certain situation. Mm-hmm. But when it actually happens, it's never what you think it's going to be. It's never as bad.
2: Holy shit. We've had a little break, which has been a nice nice summer nice summer break um and LA was incredible it has been lovely yes
1: yeah having a break has been amazing we've been getting over burnout we have been living it large in the sunshine and just everyone needs to have a break from work that's the moral of the story
2: Yes, and we we get that break from the podcast twice a year now, which is lovely.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure there's going to be more juice to spill on the next episode. But until then, curious fuckers, make sure you go and rate and leave a review for the podcast if you loved it. And I'm sure that you were excited about us being back after our little break. LOL. yeah.
2: If you want to see our L.A. vlogs, that will be on our YouTube channel very soon. And of course, we'll have the video up where we do shoot with Sunday morning view. And we we look all sexy.
1: (laughs) Oh, yes. Nude photographs. Don't mind if I do.
2: If you want to keep up to date with us, we are, of course, on Instagram. Instagram. And we have our personal accounts, Read Amber X and Florence Bark. We are also on OnlyFans. If you want to see our potatis. Say what? (laughs) Um, And of course we have merch. Merchandise as well. The Curious Fuckers Club merch. So check that out at
1: comecurious.co.uk. And we will all see you next Thursday. Love you all. Bye. (laughs) Oh God.